What is up, people? Welcome back to another episode of Worst You Ever Had. I am Olive, and unfortunately this week, Shelby is with cold. (laughs) So instead, I have recruited my lovely friend Casey to join us as a guest slash co-host slash, what is she doing? Luna Wrangler. So Casey, (laughs) welcome. What's up? Hi. I I made Casey tell me some of her reveal to me some of her most embarrassing moments just just moments ago, and uh, we've picked out a couple real winners. So mm. <laughs> so very, I think you guys are gonna exciting. like them. Just as a fair warning, um, we do mark all of the podcasts as explicit, but this one will contain explicit language. So if you um, don't want to hear it, turn this off now. It's not that bad. It's not that bad, but it is. It's mom. It's in there. I'm just saying. <laughs> she likes. Yeah, I'm full of stories. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this first story just like reveals a universal truth about, I think, think something that many young women, many young people go through, which is like feeling really challenged in public space and not really being sure how to respond. Um, I would say it also reveals some truths about. Becoming a New Yorker yes. and learning how to relate to people who are older than you as if they are your equal. And yeah. sometimes your worst nightmare. Seriously. So t- <laughs> take it away. This involves my favorite movie of like the last three years, which is The Martian. It was a good one. I only go out for the best ones. Oh. So the story that I had told Olivia that I am sharing with you today uh, was a recent embarrassment. Happened within the last 12 months. And it took place at BAM Theater, which, for those of you who aren't familiar, is a somewhat classy mm-hmm. movie theater that's here in Brooklyn. New and it's York. not particularly, like, comfortable or, like, big, but, like, it's it's just, like, old-fashioned, and so it feels really classy to go see a movie there. Well, I think part of it is that it feels old-fashioned, but then they also charge people membership fees because they, like, show opera, and they yeah. have dance that comes in, so it feels more like a cultural center sure. where the people who pay for that membership and have that bougie stamp of approval and get discounts on their regular blockbuster movie tickets, uh, there, there's a different type of ego that shows up. For to sure. this movie theater. I for paid sure. full price for my tickets, along with my boyfriend <laughs> and his best friend from college who had recently moved to town. And we went to see The Martian. So these two boys hey, were Matt so Damon. psyched. <laughs> and we're coming into the theater. It's opening weekend of this movie. Oh, geez. And so we know that we have to get there early. Um, and when we're coming in, you know, people are kind of filling in up at the back of the theater where the actual good seats are. So we went to maybe the fifth row down. We're about halfway over, uh, but not in the dead center. And amidst this crowd and swarm of people coming in, my boyfriend is like, hey, I see some seats up in basically the front row that are in the middle, and I want to go test them out (laughs) to see if they give me a better view, which is always a no, because the front (laughs) row means that you have your neck like resting on top of your shoulder blades, (laughs) and it's super uncomfortable, at least for people like myself. And so... I'm feeling a little resistant about it. And he's like, look, I just want to test them out. Claude and I are going to go up. We're going to test whatever testing (laughs) seats is in a movie theater. We're going to go up and we're going to do that. And we want you to stay here in these seats and and keep them safe. Um, I'm not good about defending space. 
ever. It's hard. I try to take up as little space as possible. On the subway, I'm like, I'm so sorry, let me take my bag off. I'm, I follow the rules. I am a rule follower. Totally. And so I'm watching them trying to read their body language and see whether we're committing to these front row seats while also kind of using my peripheral vision to keep tabs on the people who are trying to enter my row or who are eyeing up the seats next to me and giving them subtle hints to get the fuck out of here. And so eventually they're sitting down, they're being chummy. They haven't looked at me in a while. And there's two women who are like in their, I'd say early sixties who are out on a little best girlfriend's date, super cute. They're coming into my row and at that exact moment when I'm looking at the old ladies and or middle-aged what do we call them is that too rude we're looking I'm looking at the at the older women I'm looking at the older women and I'm looking at my boyfriend and and his and his friend and I'm trying to figure out what to do and all of a sudden he turns around and he turns his body and he throws his hands (laughs) in the air with all the lights on in the theater and everybody in there and goes Casey what are you doing? <laughs> and I look at the women. They look at me and I say, I'm so sorry. I, I think that we're saving these seats. And the lady's like, you think? And I look back down at him and I'm like, are we moving or are we staying? And he throws his hands up and he says, I told you to save the seats, Casey. And so I turned to them and I said, I'm so sorry, but these are reserved. And the woman who's closest mm-hmm. to me looks at me and goes, that's not how this works. Welcome to New York. And she throws uh. her bag down and she sits down with her friend. And I, I'm completely panicked at this point. Everyone is looking at us and there's tons of people who are flying in because now it's only a few minutes before the movie. So I looked back down at him. I kind of like shrug my shoulders. I, I accept my defeat. And he says, fucking defend yourself, Casey. Why don't you stand up for yourself? And now all of a sudden I'm all triggered because I'm like, oh, I'm always taking this victim stance and I need to like be assertive with <laughs> yeah. myself. And so I turn to the woman and I say something along the lines of like, well, if you don't move your jacket, my boyfriend's going to come up here and sit on top of you, uh. <laughs> which is weird, but yeah. that's all I could come up with. <laughs> and she tells me to fuck off. And at that point, I want to trump her. I want to win. And so I say, well, then fuck you, cunt. Hope you have a nice movie. <laughs> and and then I have to be like, excuse me, pardon me. And like, get out of the row. Everyone's looking at me. My boyfriend's mad at me. He's like, as he sits back down in his seat, as if he didn't already want those seats. Um, and, the, you know, the lights go off. Everyone's filled in. Uh, everyone's excited. They're eating their popcorn movie credits are rolling and I'm literally in a cold sweat. (laughs) I'm like shaking. He's trying to be cute with me. He's like, here, do you want some raisinets? No, I don't want any raisinets. You just made me call a woman a cunt (laughs) in front of everyone. That's not me. I'm nice. I'm from Pennsylvania. (laughs) I'm not this hardened. I don't know. I think that uh, New York can do that to you. Like, there's just like this moment when you're like, it's do or die. It's do or die. And then you like, the first time I yelled at someone in public was like this. (laughs) It's still like freaks me out like what was your what was your encounter uh, luna and i were walking my dog and i were walking on eastern parkway which is like a bit like how to get to the park whatever i walk up and down the street every single day and luna wears it's called the gentle leader so but it looks like a little bit like a muzzle so there's a strap that goes around her nose but the idea is that like if she has she's not that well trained so if she only has her throat collar on throat her choker to re- her regular her regular neck collar on um she'll pull until she's like 
coughing and choking. And so I, this thing like helps her me control her so that she's not pulling very hard because it puts the pressure like on her nose and then makes her pull less. It's very stupid, but they're they're pretty common among dogs, especially in the city and especially up and down Eastern Parkway. Like every dog has one of these gentle leaders on. So we're walking down the street. I'm not paying attention. I have my headphones in. I'm just like walking and like whatever. And she's on the like outside so more people can pass on the side where she's not and we walk by this bench and a woman is sitting there with her baby and the baby's cute and I'm kind of like looking at the baby and the woman's like looking at me looking at the baby and I was just sort of like this is weird so I kept going and then as we pass this woman the I see Luna kind of like jump and like (laughs) and like look at me and and like make like a whimpering noise and I turned around and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. And I pulled out one of my headphones and she started just like screaming at me. What? And she was like, what? She had like one of those shopping carts that like those little street carts. Sure. And I thought Luna had run into it, which is why I was turning around and apologizing. And it turns out she had like jammed it out at Luna because she didn't want a dog walking near her. But we were like probably two feet away from her. So she like flung this cart out at Luna, like across her feet. And I was like, so stunned by like how rude it was and I took my headphone off and she was like yelling at me about that dog has a muzzle on and this is my baby and I was like competing between feeling like horrible that she felt like she needed to defend that but I was like you literally could have just said like please don't come near me like I would have not I don't know it was the weirdest thing you could have gotten up and moved when you saw me coming like what in what world is the solution that you like that you run my dog over with your stupid street shopping cart it was insane. And so, but I'm like working wow. this out as I'm continuing to walk away from her because I'm like, I have Luna and we're just like still going. And so I'm like turning around and like, as these things are occurring to me, like <laughs> turning around being like, what the hell? And then I like took a couple more steps and I was like, that was really rude. And then I was like, not, then finally like more, a couple more steps after that was like, got into the full like realization of like this woman just attacked my dog and like what and I I was like I I was like that was really fucking rude don't do shit like that and I was like yeah hallelujah like like, like walking away from this thing like feeling like good about myself but then like I realized there were other people around like that were watching the whole encounter and I was like dude did I seem like the crazy one there was she the crazy one there like what was happening and I go then I was just like flooded with like embarrassment for the rest of the day and from like this little incident where I had to like get up the nerve to like yell at someone for frankly doing something really rude but I l- couldn't walk on that block for like two weeks I had to like cross oh, no. the street and walk on the other side Are because I was serious? terrified this woman and her baby were going to be there and I was going to like have thought about it more because I've never like in the moment I don't always think of like a great thing to say like if someone starts yelling at me in public or like whatever I usually just sit there and I'm like I'm sorry and I like try to get out of the situation look I threatened <laughs> to make my boyfriend sit on a woman <laughs> to get her out of a movie seat but we're not our if yeah if he had not if moments. he had not like turned around and been like Casey stand up for yourself like probably you would have just like sat there or moved and then like let it like haunt you for weeks that like this woman did this rude thing to me and I didn't do anything about it. I don't know. That's at least how it happens in my head. Like, I just let it fester and I'm like, man, I'm such a loser. Like, why can't I just stand up for myself? Do you think that everyone goes through that? I think... Is that universal or is that our personality type? I think a lot of people go through that. I don't know. I think I most people Catholic, I know so do I don't that. know why I have all this shame. 
I wasn't. I'm not Catholic either. I just. I think shame's just like a part, <laughs> part of the process. <laughs> and I think also like growing up like deferential to on some degree to people who are your elders Mm -hmm. even if it's like this woman's like 40 or like these 60 year old women they're not like 90 year old biddies like trying to sit down in a theater (sighs) but like there is like some degree of like okay well I'm not trying to cause a scene or like I don't want to like I don't want to embarrass myself I don't know what it is but I'd usually like or and also like a lot of the times I'm like literally nothing is going to get better in this situation like by yelling, no. like, if I'm yelling at this person, like, what is that going to do? Except for that maybe, like, release me from, like, kicking myself about not saying something for the next six weeks. I don't know. It's so weird. But also, <laughs> uh, yes. BAM is a crazy theater. Because that, I just read an article in Slate about how someone went to go see Moonlight there. Uh-huh. Which is, like, this very tender <gasps> movie. I read this article. And people, and it was, like, a, it turned into, like, a giggle fest. And he was, like, sitting in this theater of where he thought it was supposed to be, like, this, like, very liberal, like, bougie audience and who was going space. to love. Yeah. Yes. Who's going to love this movie and, like, he, like you know, get a lump in their throat the same way everybody else did watching this movie. And all of a sudden it, like, turned into, like, this, like, titters because there was, like two men in a sexual situation and like they they were like giggling at it it was the strangest article to read it sort of made me not want to go back to bam to be totally honest i was like i like that other theater yeah with the maybe it's time rests. to move, <laughs> move past but bam. they show so many movies that other places don't it's true i don't know well, maybe we just have to go during matinees and yeah. times where young people aren't there or avoid going on yeah, fridays and the saturdays old people aren't safe either that's <laughs> true nobody's safe nobody's safe Only also like theater to ourselves movie theaters like they get dark and i think people start to feel permission to like act out a little bit it's like almost oh like being in a God. bar when i no shame <laughs> when i saw bridget jones's baby uh-huh in my opinion the best movie of the year <laughs> Your movie opinions always questionable. <laughs> always what, questionable. What did you What did you call Crossroads? The greatest movie of our generation, and yeah. I'll stand behind it. I really, truly believe that. I believe that you <laughs> believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you the article. It was it's a Shonda Rhimes masterpiece. The crew was like mostly women. It's got Britney Spears at the at her like prime. Oh, I don't know. And it's a road trip movie. Like, what more could I want? Anyway, Pensatucky. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Bridget Jones's baby, I went, and we went in the middle of the day um, to a matinee, like, the couple days after it had come out. So it was, like, me, my roommate, and then all the old people in the universe. But the movie theater was, like, there was maybe, you know, 25% full. Like, there was not that many people in it. And it was, um, (laughs) we got there, like, super early, just in case it was going to be more full. Mm -hmm. um, Because I was nervous, and I really wanted to good seats and whatever and so we got to the movie theater it's full of old people and these two women who are both very hard of hearing are talking to each other in the theater but it's like not even the previews yet it's like the commercials before the previews at the movie theater and they're talking to each other but literally screaming back and forth and it was hilarious like they were like about you know nothing just like brenda did your daughter get that thing she wanted and then the other like just like classic old ladies like and like with a full like two second delay between like one talking and then the other one like understanding what she said and talking back and i was like getting a kick out of it i think it was hilarious like it really doesn't bug me when people talk during movie like i don't know sometimes it it does but like in this case it's a bridget johnson's baby like these women could have talked through the whole movie and i would not have cared (laughs) and so they're like yammering back and forth and the other people in the theater are, like, starting to get restless. It, 
let me just say, this is the commercials. Like, uh-huh. nobody wants to watch this commercial. But no. these people in this theater, these old people, have come to this sanctuary for a place of silence to watch Bridget Jones's baby and whatever. So the women start shushing them. Like, all the other women in the theater, like, take turns, like, doing, like, a, sh- like a, <laughs> a, a shush, shush round robin. Yeah. <laughs> but these women are hard of hearing, which is why they're talking so loud. So they're not picking up on what these people are laying on, laying down at all. So did you, like, start so throwing mic and eggs in their hair? <laughs> they just, like, keep yammering on. And finally, like, someone starts saying full sentences to them, like, ladies, you're going to need to keep it down. Someone who doesn't work for the theater, but just, like, mm. someone who wants her theater going experience to be quiet like whatever someone who's a very clear communicator <laughs> ladies you're going to have to keep it down but these ladies are deaf so they're just still not getting it so finally like someone gets up and tells them to be quiet and they like are quiet for a minute but then they like start chatting again they're like trying to talk to each other and they're trying to be more quiet and it just doesn't work so everyone's getting so 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 annoyed with them and the tensions in this theater are rising and my roommate and i are looking at each other like oh my god what's gonna happen (laughs) a show before the show (laughs) and finally i don't know if nobody else realized they were hard of hearing and that's why they were scream talking but whatever and so finally the guy from the theater comes in with their hearing aid devices so that they can hear the movie better because they needed like the headphones because that's how deaf these women were (laughs) and then they shut up because they had their headphones on they couldn't talk to each other so it was literally fine but i was like god this could it was like you know people be crazy in a movie theater it's nuts (laughs) it really brings out a part of humanity that we like to tell ourselves doesn't exist I'm dying for you to tell this next story because, because like the first, it's like, it's got a, it's got a real piece of that, like, this happens to everybody. Like, we all have this moment, but yours and the way that you tell it is so funny that I just cannot let you, cannot let you leave without you putting this on the mic. So again, just fair warning. Um, there, Casey's life is graphic. There's a little, it, there's some graphic language. Uh, it's hilarious, but it's graphic. So if you are uncomfortable please feel free to revisit us in our next episode, but just know that you've missed out on something that made me cry laughing earlier. (laughs) Casey, take it away. All right. Where do I begin? What a great segue. Um, So this next story where the movie story had happened about a year ago, this story happened more recently. (laughs) So we're we're really pulling from my current life. I love that. Um, I started school this year, and as part of that schooling, I go to Vermont once a semester to meet with advisors who help me figure out what I'm going to study and deliver over the next couple of months. And so there's a lot of one-on-one attention with a lot of hippies. And on my most recent visit, I was supposed to partake in this workshop, which is for a whole group of people who want to do this assessment of prior learning. <laughs> I, can't I, I know you're freaking, she's covering her face with her, with, with her t-shirt because she just knows where this is going. So bear with me on these Sorry. stupid school details because it's about it's to important. get the details really are good. So I, I'm supposed to be in this workshop and there's supposed to be a bunch of people. Uh, so I rush over. And it turns out that everyone at this very radical school has decided to not do this program. Uh, and now it's a one-on-one three-and-a-half-hour workshop with myself and, and my advisor. So we're sitting in this old manor house that's 
full of beautiful woodwork mm. and there's a beautiful fireplace and it's actually the windows are overlooking a garden that has a proper um, maze so it's very scenic very collegiate and it's just the two of us sitting at a folding table in the middle of this big room <laughs> across from one another with a big folder full of paper and we're going back and forth over the details and over that period of time I've had some cups of coffee in the cafeteria. I have to pee really bad. And I'm trying to just make it through this next section because I'm in it to win it. And I know that this is going to be a long haul. So I'm kind of fidgeting. So I'm crossing my legs. And I'm like wiggling back and forth. And if you think this is a pee or pants store, you're wrong. (laughs) So (laughs) what ends up happening is that finally, after really holding it, uh, I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to take a bathroom break. And so I push my chair back, and I stand up, and as I rise, like a hydraulic system, the biggest queef that I have ever experienced goes... And I mean, that length is not... It's not exaggerated <laughs> oh at God. all, at all. And the entire time... So it's, it's happening as I am rising... And as I am rising, I am making eye contact <laughs> with this advisor who Trying is sitting in her chair. And I can't, I mean, Olivia sees my face. Like, I, I'm trying to recreate, like, w- the shock where I'm like, I'm out of control. Oh, my God. This isn't a fart. I didn't know it was coming. There's, like, so much air in my pussy. How did it get in my pussy? Like, why is it coming out like this? Why is it making this sound? But, like... Luckily, it sounds close enough to... It honestly sounds like I'm shitting my pants. Oh. And, and I'm making eye contact, and she sees the horror rush over my face. And the entire time it's happening, I'm thinking, should I run to the bathroom? And it just goes... <laughs> as I run, like, no. So I just, I, I just had to wait until it was over to then excuse myself. <laughs> Talk about a silence in that break. So oh it God. stops... I go to open my mouth to say <laughs> something, and she says, you're, just go. And so I, I spin on my heels, and I, and I run out the door, and I, and I go to the bathroom, and I'm sitting in the bathroom, and I just, had to, I just peed. And I'm, like, sitting on the toilet going, what do I say? <laughs> I what know. do I say? <laughs> Thanks so much. Do you need a water? Like, <laughs> no. I'm like... There has to be some expl. I don't know. Do I tell her that wasn't a fart? That Which that was something worse. else. Like I can't say that. That's so intimate. And at the same time, like, how do I communicate to her? I can continue to sit with you for another two hours. <laughs> I did not shit my pants. Like, don't worry. I'm not just like sitting and crap. So <laughs> serious concerns. So I'm, I'm mulling over this in the bathroom. I go back in, and I just look at her, and I mean. It's so awkward. And she's like, a lot of students have been complaining about the fact that they've been using butter instead of ghee. There's like not, she's like, if you need to excuse yourself. And I'm like, God bless you, hippie (laughs) woman, for being so thoughtful as to give me an out for if I shit myself and blaming it on the cafeteria um but that's not what happened I was like no no it's fine just digestive and I sat back down and and we and you know we continued to do our thing but um 
you know, she, she I'm the only student doing this program. So over the past few months, I, I've been communicating with her and I'm literally the only person she's working with. And all I can think is she's like, time to email that girl who shit her pants during the meeting. Hope she's doing okay with that profession in New York. <laughs> Jesus. I literally it was cannot. so embarrassing. And I mean, I still, it's still a mystery. Like, yes, I've had moments when like there was like a little air, a little flutter. And I was like, weird. I don't know what, what, what the rhyme or reason is, but that I still don't understand. Yeah. I, I don't. still don't understand. And every, every important meeting, I'm like, just please don't. <laughs> just please don't. <laughs> Like that's I- true. If you don't know how it happened, you don't know if it's coming again. That's terrifying. It's actually. terrifying. I live in fear. <laughs> <laughs> I live in fear. <laughs> um, that's so funny. I honestly just like, I don't know. I <laughs> I feel like this woman, if she's been teaching for a while, this is definitely not the first time. And if she's been teaching at this like vegan college for a while, this is not the first time. <laughs> And if students were complaining about the butter and the ghee situation, she's like, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and think that she assumed it was a fart, but I don't, Look, I think she literally. at least it didn't <laughs> smell. Like, True. at least it wasn't like, I'm having trouble digesting this food and I let out some gross thing. Like, <laughs> and now we've just said the two of us in this room together here. and experience it. No. It, can, it can blend in with the musk of oh academia and dusty books. No, it, 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 it was no. scentless. So that's, that's the one upside. <laughs> Always finding a silver lining. Always find a silver lining. Always finding a silver <laughs> Your body's going to make function. <laughs> <If> your <laughs> body functions are going to make noise. Hopefully they're scentless. Amen, sister. Amen. Oh, my God. Well, uh, we, <laughs> we will end there because I honestly don't even know. <laughs> it could get funnier. I really... <laughs> uh, I can't wait for Shelby to listen to this because she's going to be cringing, but I am going to delight in it. Um... Casey, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for doing this last minute. We're going to have you back another time to with Shelby to tell some more stories and to get that like real guest celebrity treatment. But Aww, for this time, you've special. been just the loveliest, the loveliest guest. Thank you so much for having me. I've got plenty more where that comes from. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. This has been another hysterical episode of Worst You Ever Had, a podcast where we talk about our worst and most embarrassing moments. I am Olive. And I'm Casey. And we will be back next week. Shelby will be back next week. We're going to actually do a best of 2016 episode. So kind of turn on a dime here. And instead of talking about the worst, we're going to talk about some of the best. Um, so we hope you'll tune in again. In the meantime, find us anywhere on social media where worst you ever had. You can email us at worstyoueverhad at gmail.com. And you can find our website at worstyoueverhad.com. Um, we're still accepting smoke signals. And please, please leave us an iTunes review. Bye. Bye.